Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. When was the last time a server pissed you off? Uh, we'll go with... Uh... Probably recently. I'd say probably earlier in the week. Okay. <laughs> for being perfectly honest. Tell the guests about it. One of the big one of the big pride points for me is steps of service, right? Mm-hmm. So when I see one of my servers, or just maybe not one of my servers, but one of the servers on staff essentially doing something boneheaded in my opinion or just something that we've gone over, it makes me want to pull my hair out essentially okay. or just drive me nuts. And what I mean by that is you know, not greeting a table properly, like marking them initially, like that's a big sticking point for me, like, you know, because we get busy, you know how that, you know, how that place is geared, you can go from zero to 100 real quick in that place. So not marking a table means, okay, well now I've got a guest looking around, I see this, I see that, problematic. Because now I don't know if they've been acknowledged or not, so that could stem into one problem right off the bat. So that was where it started. Then you wanna go into, okay, they didn't mark their table, and then afterward, they fired their appetizer and then they immediately fired the entree like without two minutes going by on the on the on the appetizer and it's like you know we're we weren't busy hi welcome to the modern waiter podcast i'm marlon joseph the modern waiter where we discuss all things restaurant business learn something laugh at something (laughs) in today's episode i would love to know six things your restaurant manager wants you to know what are the things that servers or kitchen staff do that cause pain points What are some of the things that employees do that we may not know creates more work for the manager? What sets you up for success or failure? Additionally, what are some of the things that guests do that are irksome? We welcome Chris G to the show to discuss, but first, the intro. Tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVillo. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Thank you so much, Chris, for joining us. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me on. Now, this is a, a great uh, a great experience because we've had Chris on a... Shift, shift drinks. drinks, yes. Mm-hmm. And at that time, he was a, a server. server. Yeah. Now, he moved up like George and Wheezy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's on, he's on the other side. And I, I'm really curious about a lot of things. Yeah. From a server perspective, how was the transition? Um, all right. So it was a little bit daunting at first. I think that there is like that level of excitement, but there was also kind of that great unknown, mm-hmm. especially just taking some time off and basically saying, okay, I don't really want to do the serving thing, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. Went and did something different, came back, and, you know, I, I think uh, I think I needed that change of role, though, or I needed something different to do just to kind of challenge myself again and mm-hmm. kind of feel like I'm, you know, that I had a little bit more growth. I feel like I kind of did all I could do 
at our you know at our place you know as a server i don't think there was really much else that i could have done that in the old role um starting starting out as a manager did you did you feel any imposter syndrome um no i don't really think i felt imposter syndrome too much i think it was more or less trying just to get a feel for how i was going to contribute to the team in the new role mm -hmm. and how i was going to kind of you know, kind of establish the new role, essentially. Probably okay. the best way to describe that. Um, I didn't want to be a drill sergeant, but I also didn't want to be, you know, a big old pillow that everybody, you know, could just walk all over and everything like that either, you know what I mean? I can only imagine one of the challenging things for you is being in the same building that you were a server. Because uh, your your restaurant has other other properties, so did you have a choice in that? Did you want to be in this particular property or did you want to be somewhere else and this is where they placed you? All right, so basically to give you like a very, very abridged version of pretty much how it all came to be. Mm -hmm. So when I came back, I talked to the general manager who's, you know, worked with for many years. We had about an hour long conversation, like, you know, right right by the water, everything was really nice. Mm -hmm. um, Sounds and romantic. Uh, yeah, kind of, <laughs> minus the long walk on the beach and the candlelit dinner afterward. I think I kind of got boned on that one. You guys know, okay. It is what it is, you know. But long and the short of it, though, essentially would have been, um, you know, we, we kind of discussed, you know, potential role if I were to step on and become a manager. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right from the bat, like after we had that little discussion, we were both on the same page. I wanted to come on and, you know, become the, you know, server manager or at least somebody that could, you know, kind of help and try and, you know, tighten the reins a little bit and maybe mm -hmm. tune some things up a little bit that we might have gotten away from from when I first started there or just things that I've noticed in my tenure there as a server. Okay. Um, but, you know, afterward, after the conversation, you know, I had a, you know, a nice little conversation afterward with, uh, you know, one of the big wigs over at the, you know, our, you know, the overall restaurateur group and everything like that. Um, everything went well and it was kind of like, they, they kind of knew I was going back there to be at the sock. That's where I wanted to be. They had me train at one of the sister companies, uh, you know, for a month just to kind of be the first manager coming on to take on some of the, you know, I guess standards, practices, and maybe some of the, you know, culture and kind of bring that on to what, you know, the current, you know, our, our place has um, or didn't have, I should reiterate. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, while keeping it still very much the same way it was there. So that was kind of my task to kind of bring in standards and practices but maintain i guess the old aura of you know what makes the place unique and everything gotcha. like that what keeps right. it special exactly mm -hmm. now from a guest perspective what is what's what's the first thing what do you want a guest to know that that managers have to deal with all right so if you don't immediately see us out in the open or you know whatever just kind of bear in mind if there's only one of us on you know on on premise at that time probably putting out you know a fire here or there you may never see it but you know if if i'm not on the floor as frequently as i'd like to be it's probably because i'm you know doing 20 other things whether it be something kitchen related something at the bar mm -hmm. or just something in the back office because something went down okay so i think the expectation if they don't see a manager on you know on the floor at all times they assume you know, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're not taking things seriously, but it's kind of like, instead of being able to put out one fire like I was able to, you know, as a server and be able to be right in front, front view of the guest all the time, 
now I'm kind of having to oversee the entire operation, you know, at all times. So it's a little bit more of a task, but, you know, that would probably be the first and most important thing. I just kind of want everybody to know it's like we're, you know, chances are we're probably doing 90 things at once and we will eventually get to you. And I always try to make it a priority to get to them and do the mm -hmm. table touches and everything else. But that's, I think, the common misconception. If you're out of sight, you're out of mind. You know, people tend to, you know, think that is at least what I've kind of mm -hmm. noticed in that short time of being a manager. What, uh, what works the best as far as getting, say, you're putting out a fire, saying, mm -hmm. oh, can I speak to the manager? Of course. What what works best with you? Okay, so... Let me interrupt runner. you. From a guest point of view. Yes. Yeah. So, from a guest point of view as far as... Like, there's so, there's a problem at a table. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and now you're, you're at the table. Manager. Now you're at the table. Copy. Yeah, because some, some people, they, they come off as they come off shitty right away, or they come off sweet, or they try to tell you what they want. It's like, oh, I want this for free. Mm -hmm. You know, what what works best for you as far okay, as... Okay, so that would be um, basically getting a feel for them right off the rip. So if I, go, if I go over there and I'm talking to the guest at that particular moment in time, I'm going to kind of find out what happened, you know, what, you know what, what their temperament is and all that. And, you know, ever the server brain that I had back in the day, it was just like I can kind of troubleshoot something really quickly. Mm -hmm. So again, order of operation. So if it was something as minuscule as... You know, some, a drink didn't come out in five minutes or something like that. Okay, fine. You like, you know, so there you buy him a drink or, you know, you just kind of, you know, diffuse the situation by saying, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, it's just like you, you, you'll explain what happened or you'll kind of give them a, an abridged version of what went on without trying to make an excuse. You're just like, oh, well, you know, this happened over here. Apologize about that. Hopefully you're enjoying the drink. Let me, you know, what were you having? Oh, okay. Let me go ahead and grab you another one. You know, and we'll go from there. Or if they weren't drinking, then it's like, okay, well, you know, hopefully you saved room for dessert. You know, you, you figure something out there. Mm -hmm. You know, so you figure out something to sweeten the deal or, you know, you just get to know them. I figure, I feel like when I'm able to kind of make a personal connection, much like I did as a server, it just makes things a lot easier because then I've already won them over at that point or maybe not necessarily won them over, but I've got them back at neutral. Okay. And then we can, you know, start cracking jokes. Or so, so, so you say the first thing probably you want to make that personal connection. Absolutely. Okay. Same thing as I did as a server. Yeah. Probably the best way to describe that, making mm -hmm. a personal connection. Gotcha. That's one thing I think I thrived as as a server, and that's one thing that I carried over as a manager. I want to be able to make the guests feel comfortable, whether I'm wearing one hat or another. Okay. Probably the best way to describe that. When you say wearing one hat or another, what do you mean by that? Okay. So, like, you know, basically you have different roles in the restaurant, right? So... One of, you know, basically one of our managers says, you know, I wear many hats in this restaurant. Danny mm -hmm. can attest to it because he's heard said person say it multiple times over, day in and day out. So basically, you know, you're playing the role of, all right, well, you know, wearing the hat on this case. Okay, so now I'm a manager. So that's like the primary hat I wear. But, you know, again, sometimes you're sitting there, you're hopping behind the bar, so you're helping bartend, you're, you're helping do this. Or in some cases, you're get, getting an order for a server, so you're stepping right back into an old mm -hmm. role for me at least where, gotcha. okay, I'm, you know, playing the role of a server for a moment over here and just trying to you know help out where i can so think of the last time now this is this is kind of getting into real situations so don't really give me too much details don't worry about but that when, <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time a server pissed you off uh we'll go with uh Probably recently, I'd say probably earlier in the week. Okay. <laughs> For being perfectly honest. Tell the guests about it. All right. So, said server and is essentially, um, you know, rung a few things in, and it's one of the big one of the big pride points for me is steps of service, right? Mm -hmm. 
So when I see one of my servers, or just maybe not one of my servers, but one of the servers on staff essentially doing something boneheaded in my opinion, or just something that we've gone over, it makes me want to pull my hair out essentially, okay. or just drive me nuts. And what I mean by that is, you know, not greeting a table properly, like marking them initially, like that's a big sticking point for me, like, you know, because we get busy, you know how that, you know, how that place is geared, you can go from zero to 100 real quick in that place. So not marking a table means, okay, well now I've got a guest looking around, I see this, I see that, problematic. Okay. Because now I don't know if they've been acknowledged or not, so that could stem into one problem right off the bat. So that was where it started. Then you want to go into, okay, they didn't mark their table, and then afterward, they fired their appetizer, and then they immediately fired the entree, like, without two minutes going by on the on the, on the the appetizer, and it's like, you know, we're, we weren't busy. <laughs> okay. We weren't busy, so it's, you're, you're, you're not coursing out, the, you know, you're not coursing out everything appropriately. And, you know, it may not matter to every single guest, but I know that, you know, as far as from what we're supposed to be doing, you know, as servers and how we're geared at that place, we should be coursing everything out. And it's like that little attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, when things kind of blew up on the launch pad afterward because, you know, something, you know, came out quicker than it needed to. Now they're sitting there like, oh, you know, the guest is upset because of this and that. And I'm just looking at them kind of like, well, what exactly did you do? And then they explained to me what happened, and I'm like, well, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, because I didn't know how long it was going to... And I had to look at them kind of just point blank, very, very blankly, without raising my voice or anything like that, because it was just like, it's not busy. What are you doing? Now, steps of service seems to be a big part of uh, what you see. I mean, it's what, what a part of what we all see. Yeah. What is a... And we just recently did a, a show, show on, on steps, steps of service. service. Yes, so we did. this is great. What is a, uh, a service step that is most irksome that people miss? You mentioned, you know, putting the indicator down. Mm -hmm. An indicator, in this case, is a coaster. I know the restaurants, it's uh, movement of a salt and pepper and things like that. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've, I've seen restaurants where the server comes up and the salt and peppers are, are near the edge of the table and they just casually move it to the back. That's their signal there. Mm -hmm. What is your, what is irksome to you in that list of steps of service that people miss. Okay, so a big one for me really is going to be kind of like table maintenance. That's okay. a huge one for me because at the end of the day, you know, there's always there, you always have an opportunity while you're at the table to be able to clean something off. You know, you're going to interact with that guest anyways. You're going to ask for a refill or you're going to see if they want to do another course or, you know, you're always kind of, you know, periodically checking in on that table. Mm -hmm. And it just, I think there's nothing that irks me more than when I see, you know, somebody basically not clear a table before another course comes on. Mm. So it's just, you know, it's just negligence and it just upsets me in a way because it's, you had multiple opportunities to do it. So now you're basically telling me that you couldn't be bothered to, you know, clean a table off, which is a perception thing, you know, like it's, it's basically like you own that little area. So if you have a section, you have multiple tables, you want that to look good and you want to be able to, you know, have things, you know, look great. Yeah. You know, so if the table looks good, now the perception is okay, you're on point, you're doing everything that you need to do. Now I'm not unsympathetic to the fact that you might be busy and you might need the extra help or whatever. That's fine. I totally get that. But, like, if it's slow or, you know, it's a normal, you know, regular pace, you should be able to do it. Yeah. I, I guess I guess table maintenance would be the main one there. Yeah. I think that's probably the huge sticking point for me, really. And that's a that's a, that's a a visual one to you yeah. and to guess. That's, that's, that's very 
it's 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 big in a way that you're right in the middle of it. It's not in the beginning or the end. You're right in the middle where, where it's most important mm-hmm. to give these people attention mm-hmm. and attention to detail in a way that if it's not being used, it's it's literally garbage. It needs to go. And it says that, hey, I care about you and where you put your elbows, where you put your fork and all that stuff, and you clear it out, you clean up, and you get ready for... Entree. Yeah, the entree or, or, or the dessert or, or dessert whatever, yeah. or, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Or whatever the next course or whatever the next course of action is going to be. Correct. And there are... Uh, we, we mentioned at the top of the show that we're servers. So we have a server lens. What lens did you have to pick up when you became a manager that you did not have before? Basically, when when uh, when I had the server lens on, you're basically only focusing in on your area and maybe whatever common areas that you have, you know, for side work, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that would have been the two main things there. Now, essentially, the thing that I had to pick up was, okay, well, now, instead of me just paying attention to just one section, now I'm kind of scoping out the entire restaurant, including bar, making sure that... Kitchen's, you know, taken care of as well. So I'm, I'm kind of looking through multiple lenses now and making also sure that, you know, everything's, you know, functioning, that, you know, the restaurant is clean, uh, you know, and also just kind of making sure that nothing's getting log jammed or, you know, backed up as far as, okay, well, why do we have a wait going on right now? You know, and kind of being able to think on the fly over here. All right, well, wh- why, wh- how's it gotten to that point? Or, you know, where, like, like just trying to make sure that things maintain and run as smoothly as possible Mm -hmm. so for me it's just kind of just seeing all the moving parts all at once as opposed to just one particular area and kind of figuring out you know how to troubleshoot it or just how to you know maintain it and keep that ebb and flow going perfectly true so that's probably the one major thing that i had to pick up Mm -hmm. but aside from that it's also just kind of now reading body languages for you know guests a lot more because that'll probably be something that comes up a little bit later on but you know for example, if say one of the one of the staff doesn't, you know, one of the members of the staff doesn't tell me about something with, you know, something that goes on with a guest or something like that, being able to read that body language right away and seeing like, okay, something seems a little off over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I wasn't already doing a table touch here, now I 100% have to go and do a table touch there. Yeah. And get to the bottom of it and do the, you know, and and kind of find out what's going on before it balloons into something worse. So. We talked about restaurant nightmares before. <laughs> we did. I'm not sure if you've had enough uh, pressure at uh, at your position as of yet. Have you had any restaurant manager nightmares? Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
Because I'm sure you've been in the business long enough. You've had the Weez nightmare. Okay? <laughs> oh We've all had that. Okay? Stop trying to inception what his nightmares are. He's, he's <laughs> thinking all the nightmares are in the Weez. Not all the nightmares no, are in no, the No, no, no. So not all of them all are. Right, but The restaurant nightmare before. Working in the restaurant. Something happening. Yes. Yeah, okay. What is your manager nightmare? Okay, so I think it's um, it's not necessarily being in the weeds because I think that's going to be ninety percent of everybody's restaurant nightmare. Like, mm -hmm. Let's just get that you know straightened out right away. But um, I think for me, honestly, it would have to probably be a multitude of things. Um, knowing that you have to have uh, a laundry list of things to do at the end of the night, where you get slammed on an unexpectedly being short staffed. Um, and I, I think really for me, short staff is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Short, <laughs> being short staffed is a huge one because you, you're, you're getting pressure to cut accordingly. But at the same time, it's like when you get that unaccounted for a hit, now my thing is making sure that I have all the proper players in place. Mm -hmm. So now it's kind of like thinking more like a coach at this point. Like at times I'm sitting there thinking like I'm Eric Spolstra or some crap like that, where I'm like, okay, well now I've got to do a defensive shift over here. Oh, like, you know, now we've got to run a, you know a zone or something like this. So you, you have to always constantly figure out like, you know, where the chess pieces have to be at all mm -hmm. times. So I think for me, that's kind of like something that stresses me out a little bit. You know, if you know that you're down somebody or something unexpected happened, like for example, Sunday, we had a 20 top that, you know, came in originally unannounced. So we accommodated that. And then all of a sudden, 10 more people showed up. Then an additional 20 showed up. At so the same 50, party it's the same party. People. Oh, 50 wow. people went yeah. upstairs. 20 people <laughs> called, 50 people showed up. That's wild. No, that's not fair. <laughs> what do you mean fair? There's no fair in, in restaurant. There's no crying in baseball, Danny. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just take it and count your money. Fair. Well, I mean, it, it would have been it wouldn't have been so bad if it was just for the sheer fact that they would have told us ahead of time and we could have shifted one of the servers downstairs upstairs to help out with it mm -hmm. but it's like oh no we've got 20 going on and you know 15 minutes pass and then again they just slowly start trickling in and then at the very back back end it was like another large group and it's like is this the same group <laughs> so and then i'm hearing more and more about it as i'm walking in i'm just like terrible yeah, <laughs> i'm like my heart goes that, that's a nightmare. My, nightmare my heart goes out to him like thankfully I was there. yeah thankfully <laughs> thankfully it was you know we got through it but mm -hmm. that probably would have been one of, that, that would have been like a prime example of just the unexpected that we have to deal as managers and it's like crap now you've got to make sure that you have enough you know accommodate now mm -hmm. you have to make sure you have the right server on for it now you got to make sure did my host look at them sideways when the whole thing was going on you always got to kind of look at it from multiple lenses um, but I think that'd probably be the biggest one is just being short staffed. Other one would probably be like all the things that I would have gotten caught up on and now I've got to, you know, do it on the back end. So it's all my end of the night stuff. Gotcha. So that, you know, when, when that starts compounding because I had unexpected things happening during the ship, like, all right, well now I've got to figure out how am I going to get it to where I can minimize this later on. So you had spoke just a minute ago about the, the lens changing from, you know, because I feel like we always talk about being players in the game. And me and you have even had these conversations before when you were a server. Yep. About, you know, what position you play and how you are as a server. Mm -hmm. Now now that you are a manager slash coach, um, how does it, like, how does that lens change for you overall? Um, so my approach on how I would have to convey something, um, whether it was something that was irking me or just an overall concept or something to bring on and try and make, uh, you know, a reality in the restaurant. 
I think I think I was a little bit more. I'm not going to say abrasive when I was a server, but you know, having to dial it back a little bit and being a little bit more diplomatic in mm -hmm. terms of how you approach certain system or, or not systems but situations. You're representing company now. Yeah, it's exactly. Not just so. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be uh, the the I think the biggest thing you know, at least there, having to you know pump the brakes a little bit and figure out how to again be a little bit more diplomatic and how to. Yeah, let me choose my words carefully. Exactly. Like it's just like <laughs> low. Give me the strength. Uh, no, it, like, there's only maybe been one or two moments where I've probably literally had that inner monologue. Mm -hmm. um, no, but you know, I, I think it's just a mindset thing. Um, so I, I'd, I'd have to sit there and just kind of recalculate how I how I do things or recorrect or you know, re uh, recalibrate is probably a better term to use for that. So recalibrate how I would you know go about everything. So. It's me being, you know, kind of a nurturer now, trying to be a little bit more of a, a mentor, mm -hmm. uh, because again, the 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 key bullet point for me coming back was to be, a, you know, the server manager. So, you know, when I have the free time, I try to, you know, kind of observe what goes on and be able to, you know, especially for the newer people coming in that probably don't know how our place is geared mm -hmm. as much as maybe say Danny or a couple of our other veterans would be. Yeah. Um. So. It's kind of just trying to, you know, get them to elevate them, level them up, essentially. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing for me, whether it's giving them, you know, wine knowledge, you know, teaching them a little bit about, you know, cocktails, a little bit more about the menu, what you can and cannot do, or just ways to kind of simplify, a, you know, a formula that they had, you know, on how they're approaching a table or how they're managing their section and essentially limiting the steps, but maximizing the overall effectiveness or, you know, just you know, how, how uh, efficiently they're getting the job done. Okay. Now, is it frustrating for you as a manager because you know what it's like to be a server, right? Right. You know exactly what it, what it takes. And you know, not, in, not only that, you're in that same building where you were a server. Mm-hmm. Is it frustrating to, 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 you've used the phrase, it's not that hard, to know that. <laughs> I've used that what, term quite a few times. You know what it takes, yes. and then you're like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, no, there's been, there's been a few times, and it has uh, caused some headaches here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, again, uh, the, it's not that hard. I mean, I used to kind of mock it a little bit when one of our old GMs was there and you know, it's, he's just a walking soundbite in and of itself, but <laughs> I find myself quoting him more and more now. So it's, mm. it's funny because you see <laughs> it. And it's like, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I do tend to see a little bit more of where the frustration lies because you know, now I'm seeing it from a different scope and it's some of the things that I knew what to do as a server. And now it's, you see them not doing it, or you see a bartender not doing it, or you mm -hmm. see, it's just something that's, and and, and, the, and, the, and the damnedest thing is, it's always something that's like very, very, you know, obvious. It's, you, like, it's literally, it's literal common sense. Okay. So, it, it's like the little things that you're just kind of like baffled. You're like, how? Why? <laughs> like, what, what, like... Danny knows my frustration. I'll pull him aside and I'll just be like, why, 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 what is going on right now? Well, some things you didn't have to deal with before because you were just coworkers and you didn't necessarily see it in that way. Of course. But now, you, like you said, you have the whole restaurant. You have the front mm -hmm. of the house, you have the back of the house, you have the bar, and you have to deal with that. Now, you, you've gone through 
things like uh, you're putting on different, uh, you're putting out different fires. You may make a personal connection when you when you are putting out fires at the table in particular. You mentioned the pain point being uh, steps of service. And uh, one of the pain points in steps of service is table maintenance. And uh, you, one of the things is uh, multiple lenses, you're seeing all the moving parts. And then uh, having to deal with unexpected things. Now I'm particularly interested in a couple more things before you go. How, what's, what has given you the most pressure? Where, where is the most pressure coming from in your job? All right, so I think the most pressure coming from the job is kind of, I think, my own expectations. Um, so I, I kind of know how to navigate things with corporate, things with, uh, you know, my boss or our general manager, essentially. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing for me is I just, um, like, even as a, I think even as a server back in the day, um, I always put a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, always try to find a way to, you know, be the best, like, do the best that I can, um, be the best, um, you know, just try to elevate everything that I can, you know, he drinks contribute. Okay. Greatest <laughs> of all time. Let's just be honest. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that was, that was an old moniker, right? So, um, yeah, so that was, that was an old moniker back when I was still serving, but um, I think the biggest pressure that I have in the restaurant is pressure that I put on myself, essentially. Mm-hmm. I just have very high expectations I want to ma- of myself, and I want to make sure that I'm, you know, el- or, you know, exceeding those expectations. Gotcha. And I think that's the constant battle that I have going on where I'm kind of like, all right, Chris, you have been there for multiple years in a different, le- or, you know, in a different role. Now the important thing is learn. Take the step back, let the game come to you, and, you know, just trying to figure things out. There's a lot of things that you're already ahead of the game on, just having that, you know, uh, I guess that experience and having that, you know, uh, past or that history with with said place. Mm -hmm. So now it's just kind of you just want to be able to contribute. You want to be able to contribute as much as you did in your old role, but, you know, being able to contribute in the new role and just, you know, bring, like, I guess, raise up the, the entirety of the restaurant as a whole. So for me, it's, I just want my, I want my team, to, I want my division or like my part department to be the best. Okay. So I'm kind of driven to say, okay, well, everything else is going on over here. We're going to get to that. But Chris's, Chris's department over here, that's, you know, that's the strongest department in the restaurant. Okay. So it's like a pride, like it's, it's a pride point for me. All right. I'll let you go on this one. How did you, how are you adjusting or did you adjust, and maybe you haven't, to having no cash? Oh, great question. I like that one. Okay, so not being able to walk out with uh, the same night with the cash, uh, you know, it took a little getting used to. <laughs> took a little getting used to. Um, but, you know, I think it was a, a very good thing in a lot of ways. It was actually a great thing because, you know, you budget a little bit more or you just are a little bit smarter with your money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, there's always that temptation, you know, after working a, a Friday or a Saturday night, you're walking out with like three, four, five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, I've got a little extra money burning into my pocket because it's like it's right there. 
you know, now it's but kind it might of, not be a little extra money. It might just be that might be the balancing money. In absolutely, <laughs> but you see, but you know, mentally you're seeing it there. It's quick yeah. money. You're not thinking like yeah. that. You're not conditioned to think that way. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know, if you if you're ma- if you're raking in that money, it's easier to save a little bit here and there and all the other stuff, but still go out and have a good time on the same night, same day, same week. You know, now being on salary and getting paid, you know, only like you know twice a you know twice a month. You know, yeah, you honestly have to kind of, you know, think a little bit more of what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's been it's been good for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was never terrible with money, but at the end of the day, it, you know, just kind of forced me to be a little bit smarter with my money or maybe not smart, smarter in a sense, but a little bit more conscientious. I just had exactly I have word. to be a little bit more conscientious with, uh, you know, my spending habits yeah. or just when I spend, how I do things and. You know, it's 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 been a lot better. Um, you know, I'm actually very happy that you know being on salary now. I don't have to worry about the restaurant being busy or being slow now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid regardless of what happens. Yeah, I want it to be busy because I want everybody to make money. I want my staff to be happy at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like that's one less thing that I have to worry about. Is like oh, Monday night we've had hundred covers for the entire day. I'm not as worried about it. Yeah. It's interesting uh, to hear about the shift personally because mm-hmm. um, we did a show with uh, Barbara. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her book is the tipped. book tipped. Yeah, yeah. Stern? No, that's not. No, I think about somebody else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely thinking of somebody else, yes. there, Bob. <laughs> yes, you are. And, uh, and and she talks about shifting your thought process and your mentality. So it's interesting to hear you say that because. When you do have cash in your pocket, you treat it differently because mm-hmm. you, it just came to you out of the ether. Yeah, you know, you, mm-hmm. and there's always another day where you can go make up that money if you just spend it. Correct. Or something. That's Absolutely. how. You, that's that's the yeah. That that's the danger. Yeah, that's the total danger. That, that's how you could you could get into trouble. Yeah, where it's not real till you take it home mm-hmm. and put it in the bank. Mm-hmm. So if you made two fifty and you spent fifty. You made two fifty, but you but really made a hundred. Made two hundred, but really you're, you're walking. You're walking yeah. home with two hundred. Yes, the yeah, yes. So. so it's interesting to hear you say that. You know, it, it, it changes your mentality about the, the structure of your finances, and, and that 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 to me is uh, fascinating. And I know I promised to let you go, but when I wrote to you the other night and and said, "Hey, you know, I'd l- I'm I'm interested in you know." your pain points or, or things that you, a, a restaurant manager wants you to know. What what did you come up with that I did not ask you as of yet? As far as like a pain point and all that? Um, well, just just a PSA, like, you know, this is what a manager has to go through. This is what I, I, I have to deal with. This, it wasn't, you, you, you guys what, think my job is this, but what, this is my job What you thought about that why. that we didn't really talk about? Yeah. I think there's there's appropriate times that you know you would you get a manager involved on something, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's say something's running too long, you know, but in an appropriate time frame. And what I mean by that is, if something's running a little bit long, you know, you obviously as a server or a bartender, you kind of know what how long you know a, a drink's supposed to hit a table. Uh, you know, food, whether it's appetizer, entree, or dessert, you know how long it's at least on average, supposed to hit a table. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you gauge that with how busy a restaurant is. Sometimes it'll be a little bit longer. Sometimes it's a little bit shorter, right? 
Um, you know, but there are going to be exceptions. Something you know gets you know mis or you know, improperly made or something of the sort, or in some cases something doesn't get wrong or you know or miss wrong or you know what have you. So there's so many variables, right? Yeah, I, I can stop the bleeding essentially. True. If it goes on and you know that your check's running 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and you haven't even made the conscientious effort to come to me or get a, you know anybody else involved to let them know, hey, this is running long, and you see that that check hasn't been fired or what have you, or you haven't even fired the check, now I'm past the trenches, like you know, in World War One terms, essentially. So I'm basically running across a battlefield with a whole bunch of mortars going off. <laughs> I'm probably going to get blown to smithereens yeah. at that point because you put me in a situation where I'm I like... I can feel his pain right yeah. now. So I'm just you like... set me up, man. Exactly. You set me up. I'm feeling like Joe Pesci at the end of uh, Goodfellas over there where I'm about to go get made and then I'm like, it's an empty room and I'm like, oh, the oh, fix is in and you over. just get... You don't even know what happened. They, they done did me old yeller style. Oh my God. Um, I think that would be a, uh, like, I think a major pain point essentially. It's... You know, for anybody that's listening, whether it's server or, you know, guest or whatever, just kind of that would probably be the main <laughs> sticking point for me is just uh, feel it in his voice. You don't yeah. you like you please, please note that like if if uh, if I'm coming out and something's 20, you know, 20 to 25 minutes, I promise you and it's not ineptitude. It's probably I was informed way later than I needed to be on it. <laughs> and now I'm basically sitting there saying, all right, please don't kill me as I try to make things, as, as I try to rectify the situation. I don't want to die. It's like, I didn't do it, I swear. So Man. yeah, that, I think that would have been probably the biggest one for me. Talking about uh, the listeners out there, if if there is a, if you're in the business or not in the business, and and there was a situation that that called for a manager. Yeah, just let us know. We're interested in that story. Uh, you can email me themodernwaiter@gmail.com or message me on and follow me on Instagram at themodernwaiterpodcast. Boom. Or leave a comment in, in the. Uh, in the in the old YouTubes, the tubes of you. Uh, <laughs> now, you, are you a, a, are you a Marvel fan by any chance? Big Marvel fan. Okay, big Marvel fan. The original the original Avengers. Okay, you're opening a restaurant and you're you're the owner and you have to place the original Avengers into each role in the restaurant. Okay. You have manager, host, bar. Uh, you have uh, a cook, dishwasher, server, and a busser. Okay. You got to place them. Who's your manager? I think my manager would have to probably be Captain America. Okay. So we'll go Steve Rogers on that bad boy. <laughs> there you go. And who's your host? Uh, okay, so the host, I think we, you know, you have to have a, you know, a, a, a proper, like a, a proper first, uh, you know, impression. So mm -hmm. I'd probably have to say Black Widow. Okay. Probably go Black Widow with the hostess. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> exactly. So. And uh, who's your bartender? Tony Stark. We're going Iron Man on that one. Okay. Boom. Got all the charisma in the world. I think you need that at the bar. Who's cooking for you? Who's cooking for me? I'd have to probably say we're going... I feel like Hawkeye would probably be a good... Um, line cook? I feel, like, okay. I feel like he'd be a great line cook, actually. Okay. Or a chef in general, depending mm -hmm. on where you want to place Paint yourself it. in the corner now. Uh, who's your dishwasher? Because you got to place Hulk somewhere. <laughs> oh, Hulk's going to be the dishwasher, for sure. Oh, he's breaking all your stuff. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it, okay, so if you're going to have him as, you know, Bruce Banner, then, you know, you're good. <laughs> it's when you piss him off and turn him into the Hulk that it might Please be a problem. When is a dishwasher not pissed off in a shift? <laughs> Please tell me that. I mean, Every night they get pissed off at least 
one or two times. Well, I mean, I, we, he's we, not wrong. He's, he's certainly not wrong. But I think where we're where you know where we're at, we don't really have it as badly as other places. I know other places. I've seen it. I've worked it. I I know it. Uh, our place, you know, our our guys are pretty even keel. We might have okay. one that we might actually have one that gets a little pissy here and there, but nothing <laughs> that's. But he he normally you know just lets it die within two seconds. Hulk's washing the dishes. All right. Yeah. Who's who's your server? Who's my server? All right, so who do we have left at this point over yeah, here? Yeah, Thor. I'll even give you Fury and Hill. Okay. Okay, so I think... Yeah, let's see. Because you have server and buster next. You have server left. and buster. Okay, so let's have... Let's go ahead and have um, Thor be the buster. Okay. And then I think as far as server goes, we'll do Nick Fury. Boom. All right. That's a good lineup. I do like that. I do like that. All except for Hulk. <laughs> I mean, hey, but where, where, where else? We have some indestructible plates. Even <laughs> <laughs> if he gets mad in the kitchen, he'll break some plates. It don't matter where you put him at; he's gonna break something. Exactly. So it's just like I'm like, so let's, let, let's take oh. the minimal damage. I'm put, exactly. I'm, put, I'm putting Hulk at the door, bro. Okay. Oh, as, the, as the host, yeah. He's throwing motherfuckers, huh? Yeah. He, well, he, you he, can. Like, you, nobody's messing with him. You why don't we? Just, why don't we just put him as a, like the bouncer then, if or, or something in there, like security? <laughs> put him on it's detail, nice one, bro. It, it's a it's a restaurant. This is, this is true. This Thank is very you so true. much, man. It's Thanks very enlightening me, man. To, to understand, you know, the the reason for you getting into management is is that you ran out of road in your emotional and and career as far as just I don't I don't I want to do something more and you going into into management. So that's pretty cool for you to share that with us. Thank you so much, Thank Joseph. You for I'm Marlon Joseph, the modern waiter. I'm Danny Villas, subscribe, 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 people. Thank and you, Chris, for showing up. On time. On time. On the penny. Oh, on there the it penny. is. Un punto is the Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you told me 12. I, I was here at 12, man. Right here on time. We will see you next time. Later. Y'all niggas start to feel in my team. So glad you